Hi guys, how are you guys doing? I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all doing good. Welcome back. Okay, that was so loud. That was unnecessarily loud. I'm so sorry. Welcome back to another episode. And today, I don't know why I'm being so loud. No, I know why I'm being so loud because your girl's got energy. Um, Today, my question to you is, what spirits control you? So now I'm going to take it all the way back. We're going back, 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 back. We're going back to like the very, okay, the second episode that I posted on this podcast. The first being my testimony. The second being that we live in a spiritual world before we live in a physical world, right? And I said that If something happens in the physical world, it is a result of something that has already happened in the spiritual world, right? And so today, I am asking you what spirits control you, right? Um, As I mentioned before, every, every single one of us, we are a spirit being before we are a human being. And for us, what being a spirit being means is that you are in contact with spirits before you are with humans if spirits control you you are a spiritual being you are a spiritual vessel rather let me say that you are a spiritual vessel and your whole life is just a manifestation of what spirits possess you what spirits live in you what spirits dwell in you and so yeah today i am gonna go through like a list of spirits and somewhat like how they affect you um so with you being a spirit being you are a vessel and this whole life is just we're living a life of what spirits do you want to control you and the way spirits gain control over you is in your deed in your worship like i said the other time so if you get into contact with the spirit of bondage you give the spirit of bondage a way to connect with you in one of the episodes i think in episode in thought number nine or ten where i explained like what is sin and i said it's a key that you give to the enemy to say hey you can come into my life and use me as you please i'm gonna tell you these these spirits and just basically like yeah, give explanations as to like how and why they manifest in you and stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah, these things, I took them from, who's this? Uh, Pastor Vlad. But yeah, he said some of these things. And then I just obviously, like all knowledge that I acquire, I just added more understanding. Like the Lord, the Holy Spirit just gave me more understanding. And so I will just add on to the things that he has said because he just he basically just like gave gave a list of what these spirits are but he didn't really like go into like depth of like oh and this is how it's gonna affect you and stuff and stuff and stuff like that so we have firstly the spirit of fear the spirit of fear is a crippling fear that stops you from living or like yeah it just stops you from living life making experiences making new experiences with people coming to relationship with people so this is like a fear of relationships a fear of love fomo the fear of missing out uh fear of money fear of being alone uh fear of being alone with your own thoughts uh fear of reality fear of driving fear of marriage it's just things that are just like crippling fear like a crippling fear is like something that it just controls the way you live so if you or it let me say controls the way you look at certain situations so if you every time you get into a 
uh, relationship, to know that like you have a fear of love every time you get into a relationship you somewhat distance yourself from this person like you know those things like uh what you call this avoidant attachment styles and anxious attachment styles yes those speak to your fear of love and that is a spirit there is a spirit behind it like i said every single thing it is that we do as people is driven by spirits you are just your spirit is a vessel for other spirits to carry out their actions in you because spirits are just things that require vessels to act out whatever it is that that spirit is so the spirit of fear think of it like an actual being like you see how you are a human being now there are spirit beings that also have characteristics that have traits that have personalities and stuff like that and so when i say the spirit of fear think of me talking about a actual being the actual person right um same thing as jesus same thing as the holy spirit it is a actual being it is a actual person and as a christian 2 timothy 1 7 tells us that the lord has not given us a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind and so when you have like a fear of these things this anxious and this anxious and avoidment attachment style you have to go to the lord and say bro i give this to you like lord jesus i give this to you help me deal with this thing if you fear being alone with your thoughts you have to take that to the lord and say why am i so scared of sitting with my thoughts like a lot of people fear being with their thoughts that's why like smoking is like a thing like getting high is a thing because it's like it's a means to escape your thoughts or like people constantly being busy like playing music like there always has to be some sort of noise when 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 you're alone because of that fear of being with your thoughts and like the thing with this thing is that whenever a spirit comes to attack you now because spirits don't attack all of us in the exact same way they attack us with specific attacks attacks that they know will actually be an attack to us and stop us from living and experiencing the glory of god so if you are someone who struggles with sitting down with your own thoughts you have to take that to the lord and say why is this a struggle for me and like how are you going to reveal yourself to me because where the devil keeps you in oppression that's where god is going to take you out of that oppression that's where freedom actually is that's where god is like trying to like hey let me show you that i'm gonna give you freedom in this area right like anytime the the devil keeps you like blind from something it's because god is going to reveal himself in that thing so for you to be scared of sitting with your own thoughts you might be preventing yourself from actually realizing the the goodness and the glory of god from actually like deeping and taking in the fact of who god is who jesus is who yahweh is who the great i am is you know um so yeah that the, the the spirit of of fear this thing of not being able to sit with your own thoughts you don't know you don't you you don't know what the lord what what the devil is like trying to stop you from seeing because this happened with me where i i hated being alone with my thoughts because i did not like my thoughts until i came into christ and i realized that wow my mind is the most beautiful place that there is like if there's one thing i appreciate about appreciate about myself it is my mind the way that i think because in that I have seen the goodness and the glory of the Lord. Like I have known God through my mind and I could only get to the revelation of God via my thoughts. Fear of missing out, constantly having to be where people are doing what people like this thing of constantly, yeah, having to do what people are doing, being where people are like that thing 
It will stop you from realizing your own identity and your own individuality. That's why you constantly feel the need to be where everyone is so that you have that sense of, oh, like community and somewhat I fit in. Because if you are not called to fit in, you cannot be always wanting to be where the masses are because the Lord didn't call you to be where the masses are. The Lord called you to be separate from the masses, right? And so basically i just want you to like realize that all these spirits were sent to you to like stop you from realizing they stop you from seeing a place where you can recognize god and see god and watch god do a miracle in your life or they stop you from living in the true purpose that the good lord jesus christ has put you on this earth to live so um even the thing of like, if you have a fear of being alone, like you constantly have to be around people that could legit limit you from feeling the presence of God. Cause God will sometimes call you into a, a season of, of, of separation, of isolation where he wants you to connect with him and him alone so that you, you can understand and feel his presence and just dwell and soak up in his presence and his spirit. And so you can know that. And so when you have the spirit, the spirit of being alone, you leave no opportunity for God to come to you and present himself to you and for you to feel the weight of his presence and just to just sit in his presence and feel his glory and be glorified and just witness God. I, you get, you get what I'm saying. Like you, you, you get what I'm saying. Even this thing of like being afraid of reality. I also like, uh, had to like take this into prayer and I'm still taking it into prayer where you do not want to come into, you don't want to accept, not accept your reality, but you don't acknowledge your reality. Right. And where you don't want to, if you don't want to tap into your reality, it's kind of like you, you, you don't see, you don't want to see which side God is revealing to you right now. You don't want to see how God is using this area in your life right now. Not that you don't even want to see it, but you hinder yourself from seeing that and from experiencing that. Hey, when I'm speaking to you about this, I am speaking to myself because I was had to be like, Lord, I know I am running away from reality, but damn, reality sucks right now. And so I find comfort in my daydreams. I find comfort in me daydreaming and stuff like that. And the Lord was like, the problem is that you're finding comfort in things that are not me. I didn't send you to go daydream. I told you that I will send you the Holy Spirit, which will be your comforter. And so you're looking to a daydream to fulfill something that God can fulfill, right? Um, or with you not realizing or accepting reality, it's it's like you, you it's like it hinders you from seeing who God is or experiencing who God will be in this season or what God is trying to teach you in this season because you keep on running away from this exact moment and place that you're in, right? Um, and so that's that. Even fear of marriage, like the thing with this is that now we're all the spirit of fear comes to us. In very different ways. Some people are like very, very scared of marriage for some reason. And so with you being like so afraid of marriage, it's like with you being so afraid of marriage, it's like it's it's, it's a thing of like um, 
you have to ask yourself since i'm so scared of this thing where i don't even want to entertain the thought surely there's so much power that's going to give glory to god in that marriage there's stuff in that marriage that's just going to like exalt the lord and it's just going to be so so good and you have to know anything that is beneficial to the lord will be beneficial to you all the time like the lord is not going to call you and say hey i need you to do xyz xyz if there are no benefits in it for you that's what the devil does the devil will call you to do stuff and leave you with zero 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 benefits right and the thing is with like the benefits of the lord it does not necessarily mean that maybe you will experience the benefits on this earth but even if you don't you know that in heaven you will experience those benefits for sure for sure um so yeah that's the spirit of fear and to pray against the spirit of fear you have to pray this the the verse two timothy uh one verse seven where it says that the lord has not given me a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind and then you also this is where now you also have to get into your word and 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 really connect with god so that you understand like uh what you call this you and you 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 get into your word you you connect to god so that he can teach you and he can reveal scriptures to you and he can reveal certain information to you to help you like better whatever it is that you're praying against right next is the spirit of death spirit of death causes you to end life right it's murder if you like actually kill someone if you have thoughts of wanting to kill someone and these thoughts seem like very 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 real where you can you can see yourself killing someone like i can just shoot you or i can just stab you right now and i know exactly where to stab you and how to stab you and just end your life uh the spirit of suicide um what you call this self-harm and abortion right the thing with this spirit is that hmm, the thing with the spirit is that when you do and like all these spirits when you attend to the spirit when you do what the spirit is telling you to do when you live under control by the spirit you come into a covenant with that spirit the spirit of death is so much worse because now there is bloodshed in that covenant meaning like bloodshed is like it just it solidifies whatever covenant it is that you have come into that's why when we talk about the blood of jesus it is solidifying the covenant that it is that we come in con yeah the covenant that we are under with god it solidifies it to say that i am under the blood of jesus meaning that i belong to jesus when i pray and i say that i pray and i plead the blood of jesus over all my friends and my family it means that yay this blood is serving as protection over my friends and my family because the enemy knows the importance of blood. He knows how blood is like a, a way to solidify a covenant. That's why back, way back when in the old covenant, for them to actually receive purification or forgiveness of their sins, there always had to be animal blood shed and specific animals. You couldn't just take a turtle and shed the blood of a turtle. I don't know even, do turtles have blood? I don't know. But anyways, you couldn't just take any animal. The Lord told them about specific animals to say when you need the sacrifice for purity bring me a turtle dove that is pure so then that pure turtle dove's blood it signifies and symbolizes something a specific thing that you're asking for forgiveness for and a specific thing that you want to be made right with yeah so 
the spirit of death why listening to the spirit of death is so detrimental is because that bloodshed when you now self-harm and you cut yourself there is bloodshed and with that bloodshed what you're doing is that you're strengthening the bond between you and the spirit of death and when you look at who controls the spirit of death it is the enemy because the lord did not bring you on this earth to live in death and to die all the time no anytime you do what a demonic spirit has told you to do you are coming into covenant with that spirit so that is all of these spirits now the problem with the spirit of death is that there is blood shed so it's like you're solidifying that covenant you're shedding blood to this thing that is telling you to kill yourself or to cut yourself or to burn your skin or just to kill someone else to take the blood of someone else whenever there's blood shed oh my gosh Oh my gosh, you are like solidifying the covenant that you have made with that with that spirit. And a covenant is just it's it's a relationship, it's a promise, it's a it's a thing, a means to bring out a promise and to live a promise. It establishes a relationship. And yeah, it's like for covenants with God are there for you to gain something. Like the Abrahamic covenant was so that he could gain something and his gaining was uh, the many descendants, right? And to come into covenant with Satan, it is for him to gain something, for him to know that, yeah, I can use you whenever it is that I want to use you. Because here's the thing, the enemy is selfish. Everything he presents you with, everything that he, he wants you to do, it's for his gain and his gain alone. Whereas anything that the Lord instructs you to do, it's for your gain and his gain. When the Lord tells you, don't go and do X, Y, Z. It is not so that he can look and say, yeah, you listen to me. Yay. It's for your protection. If you are someone who was once upon a time, you're living in the wretched world and now you've come to Christ and the Lord says, hey, I don't want you to drink. But then the rest of your friends are not convicted with this. Or you see other Christians drinking and stuff like that. Don't go to the Lord and say, hey, but like I see other people are drinking. Why can't I drink? You have to understand that the Lord may be protected you from becoming a portal for demons to access like some people they they can some people are saved and then they carry on drinking because they have like this self-control to say no this is my limit and for some people that's not a reality because it's like if you pick up one drink you will go back into you will go back to your ways of now being used by the spirit of bondage right so yeah um to counsel the spirit of death you have to just speak the life jesus is the life when you want to self-harm yourself just say jesus i need you i need you i need you or even in that moment just speak jesus speak jesus speak Je until 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 even if it means you must say jesus until you fall asleep do exactly that just continue to speak the the, the the name of jesus speak the way the truth and the life just continue to do that pray that speak the way the truth and your life into your situation into your life say jesus show up into my life help me from not giving into the spirit and when you do that nah, continue to do it until jesus shows up because i'm telling you he will definitely show up um and so yeah, then I feel like this is gonna be so long. I am so sorry. This is so long, but like I'm really trying to like help you guys really understand what's going on in the world of spirits. Um, but the spirit of harlotry, right? Um, this is the spirit of lust. Um, this spirit like compels you to act on sexual desires, um, outside and inside of marriage. Outside of marriage, this spirit just compels you to just act 
on your sexual desires, right? It it, it 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 gives you the force and the drive to give into your fleshly needs. And then in marriage, this like this this spirit, like it perverts like it perverts what sex is meant for it perverts what like your sexual desires are for so even in marriage because like you could be married to someone and when you're sleeping with them you are not thinking of your partner in that moment you're sleeping with them while thinking of another person right that is the spirit of lust because you're yes you may be sleeping with your wife right now or your husband right now but then the fact that you're thinking of someone else you are lasting that is lust because you're thinking of them to satisfy your needs instead of not even satisfy your needs but yeah satisfy your needs instead of like your wife or your husband who is laying with you at present right um what you call this even like sleeping with someone like while they're on the like while they're pregnant or even like while they're on their period that is lust the spirit of lust is working in you because you are taking something that the lord has made and you are perverting it you're using it the way the lord has not called you to use it that's where now when you do this if you're now in a marriage and you sleep with your wife and she's pregnant or she's on her period what you're doing is that you're not allowing the holy spirit to exercise self-control in you to now know that okay for these three days i cannot sleep with my wife because she is she's going through a process of and like it's just she's cleansing her blood is being cleansed and so i cannot sleep with her in this process because this is a process of purification in a sense yeah so now you have to walk out in the holy spirit in order for you not to do that so now you have to pray holy spirit please 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 give me the spirit of self-control and even with what you call this if she's pregnant you have to walk out in self-control right um and so other ways the spirit can show up as like fornication before marriage yeah sex before marriage um masturbation pornography and prostitution masturbation is you having sex with demons right um that is like you are you see the same way like with the bloodshed you're making a covenant with um demons same thing happens with the spirit of lust you're making a covenant with the spirit that is telling you to hey think of your ex when you masturbate so that now that spirit is going to show up in the form of your ex and so when you are like pleasing yourself according to that spirit what you're doing is that the same way a husband and a wife have sex so that they can become one in spirit you're doing the same thing with that spirit to say that okay i am taking on your characteristics you're taking on my characteristics so what you're doing is that the spirit of lust if you now have a gift of singing ne and you come into contact with the spirit of lust what the spirit of lust does is that the way you've come into contact with my spirit i now need your spirit so now that you can sing i am going to use my spirit to 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 communicate through your music so now when people listen to your music what they want to do is commit acts of lust where now if you are listening to a song that's talking about touch me squeeze me oh my gosh do xyz to me i want to freak you all of that what you're doing is that you're coming in contact with the spirit of lust and you who decided to masturbate and the spirit of lust lust has seen that oh you have you have um a voice you've got such a beautiful voice that now that spirit is now going to use you to carry out their works um yeah simply because you masturbated and sometimes these things won't even affect you and you alone like deuteronomy 13 19 says choose life so that your descendants might live if you now come into contact with the spirit of lust in this day and age you might not see the consequences of your actions but your descendants definitely will so like the example i just made now if the spirit of lust sees that you can sing 
if now you don't have that singing ability, say some, say now you're someone from your your lineage, three generations after you marry someone who marry someone who is a musician, and then that person and that that you, that person from your your lineage and the musician now have a child, and that child can sing. What the spirit of lust will do is that it's going to collect its tax from that child. So what spirits do is that they just they 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 collect spirits don't just come and i don't want to say possess you because that sounds so hectic but it is possess you they don't come and use your vessel without you paying them back in some way or sense so even though you may not pay them back someone in your family line will pay them back right um so yeah that's why you have to like pray against any generational curses that's what it is it's just a spirit that may have affected someone five years ago I mean, 50 years ago, someone you may not even know, that spirit was once upon a time living in them. And now that spirit has attached itself to your guys' surname. And because no one in your family has ever decided to uproot every unclean spirit that is attached to your surname. Now you are now dealing here in 2024. You are sitting there with the spirit of lust. With, you are sitting there with homosexuality. You're dealing with... um homosexuality and you don't even know why and you will say to someone i was born like this i just came out of my mother's womb and i just liked men or i just liked women it just felt so natural it just felt so right what you don't understand is that you're paying the price for someone who 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 came in contact with that spirit way before you were even born way before and so that is why like Things like fornication before marriage, masturbation, pornography, prostitution. Um, what's the other one? What did I just mention now? Oh, what's this thing? Homosexuality. Um, what else? Sexual dreams. Spiritual husbands, spiritual wives. That's why all of those things, you have to take them into prayer and say, Lord, if you have said that we should not have sex before marriage, help me not given to the desire of having sex before marriage because you have to understand that the Lord calls you to do stuff that he has given you the power to do and you have the power and the ability to do this thing through the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit only. The Holy Spirit will give you the power to walk in self-control so that you may not masturbate. Um, the Holy Spirit will give you the power to not give into your attraction to the same sex. Uh, you take it to God. He doesn't love you any less. Please, please, please. Um, he doesn't love you any less because you're given to sexual desires. No, you just have to take it to him and say, help me, help me not give into my sexual desires and just allow the Holy Spirit to do a work in this area for me. And when you say this, your heart has to come into contact with it because the Lord works with truth, not half truths, full truths where your heart has to be in this thing. That's where now, if you now, you struggle with like homosexuality, you have to say it to the Lord, eh, brah. Your word says that I'm supposed to be attracted to the opposite sex, but I'm not. As a man, I like a man. And I don't know why it is that way. And you have to give room for the Holy Spirit to like help you transform, help you become uh, what you call this, the person that God said you are and not the person that the Spirit wants you to become. Yeah. Um, so then with this, the Spirit of Lust, you pray when you pray against the spirit, do you use Galatians 5, 23, Galatians 5, 23 to 24. This is so long. I am so sorry. 
Um, maybe I'll do like a part one and a part two. Yeah, I think I'll do a part one and a part two because this is like very long. This is probably like going to be an hour. So I'll do a part one and a part two. Um, so yeah, Galatians 5, 23 to 24 says that. So basically in Galatians 5, there's a part where he says living by the Spirit's power. So then I'm going to read Galatians 22. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our life. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these spirits, meaning that there's nothing that can stop these spirits from helping you, from giving you power. And so those who belong to Jesus have nailed their passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. So that is what you pray. You say, Lord... Your word says that now that I belong to Christ, my passions and desires and of, of my sinful nature have been nailed to the cross. Lord, help me do this. Help me put my passions, my sinful passions and sinful, sinful desires at the cross where you have died so that they may die with you, right? Um, so that they may be in my past life, my life before knowing you, Jesus, and help me know, help me walk in self-control, in truth, in faithfulness, and all of those things, right? So... Yeah, I, I'm going to leave this episode at that because, yeah, I'm going way overboard. So for this episode, uh, I just want you to know about the spirit of fear, spirit of death, spirit of lust. And yeah, the spirit of fear is just, it makes you live in crippling fear that stops you from living or acting out a certain experience. Um, how to counter the spirit is to speak 2 Timothy 1.7 into your life, which is that the Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And then the spirit of death, which causes you to end a life. Um, this spirit is followed by murder, suicide, self-harm, and abortion. Uh, what you have to do is just, hey, don't give into that bloodshed. Do not give into that bloodshed. Because when you give into that bloodshed, you are making, you are making a covenant with you and the spirit of death. And so you are just solidifying your guys' relationship. And you don't want to be solidifying your relationship with death. Don't be doing it. Um, to come against the spirit, just call on the, num the name of Jesus and say that I plead the blood of Jesus. My blood will not be shed, but the blood of Jesus, it has been already shed and that blood is enough i command you to submit under the authority of jesus christ and i will not give into the spirit of death because the lord told me that i am here to live and have life more abundantly and then the spirit of lust harlotry this is a spirit that empowers you to act on your sexual desires outside of marriage and when you are in marriage it prompts you to act out these sexual these impure and unclean sexual desires where it perverts what sex is for the nature of sex, how it should be done, when it should be done, and all of those things. And so you should pray Galatians 5, 23 to 24, where it talks about um, the spirit that has authority and no power can come against the spirit is the spirit of the Holy Spirit. And so you read the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which is self-control. Um, and when you gain that self-control, you're just supposed to say that I am now nailing my desires at the cross where jesus died my desires will die with jesus at that cross and so i will walk in self-control 
And I will not give in to these desires. If you are someone who is struggling with homosexuality, take it to God. When you take it to him and you really want to know why you're struggling with this thing, if he said that he's created you a certain way and since you were born, you felt like you were supposed to swing the other way, go to him and ask him, what is this thing? But if you go to him and ask him, when you go to him and ask him, why do I feel the certain way? Don't go there with this notion that he's going to affirm what you're feeling don't go to him scared go to him with a hard posture of no i want to know the truth like i want to know the truth i want to know why this is a thing and the truth in a sense that like the real truth the honest truth like why is this a thing and he can direct you and show you where this thing even comes from because you find that it's not even you are born with it you you are born felt feeling that i am supposed to be a man instead of a woman because of something that someone in your generation someone in your someone from your ancestors one of your ancestors decided that they're going to be in communion with the spirit of lust and so just because for them it showed up in them constantly being addicted to porn or masturbation for you now that spirit of lust is manifesting in a different way which is now you're having to deal with homosexuality and so yeah the these spirits they don't just come in one way they come in different forms the spirit of death is not just you being a murderer it is you now uh, what you call this, be, having self-harm. Maybe when you are fighting a war, or not even fighting a war, you don't know what the people from your family line have done in this world for you to now have the spirits that you have. Because as much as it did not affect them, it may now come and collect its payment from you, unfortunately. And so, yeah. Hmm? Let me stop rambling. Um, Yeah, that's that. Bye! I'll see you in the part two. Yeah, bye.